Hey. Hi. Great. I can hear you. This is awesome. Yeah. Through the magic of technology. Oh, God. I don't understand technology. I love it. I love it when things like this work out. But most of the time, it's just very, very unkind to me. It's bad. It's bad. It is but bad. you deal with it all the time. I do. Like, you do so many things that are live, too, unlike this show, where we can edit out all of the swears that we say, because this is a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> um, you do live stuff all the time, and that must, I imagine, be pretty harrowing. It is, actually, yeah, because I consider myself to be an extremely, like, awkward, anxious individual who says super weird things. <laughs> but I think, like... The only way that I'm, like, able to be comfortable with being live is that I'm never live by myself. Mm -hmm. I think that's really key. And then also, I just laugh really hard. Like, I will laugh at myself before anyone else. So I'm like, ah, I'm an idiot. I know I'm an idiot. It's fine. Ha ha. Yeah. No, that's good. The preemptive laughter. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's a good technique. <laughs> that's a pro strat, I think, for yes. going live. Um, yes. Speaking of pro strats, have you been have you been having some time with with your best friend Mario today? Mario and I are very very close. Yes, uh, yeah. Hung out with my, my boy, uh, dressed him up in a nice wedding dress for a while. Uh, I've put him in a Waluigi suit. <gasps> we died a lot together. I accidentally drowned him several times oh, and no. jumped him off buildings. But we're still close. We're cool. And it's been great. It's been such a fine, fun time. Now, I should say that this is coming out, uh, I think, three weeks from when we're recording it. So everyone's forgotten about Mario. <laughs> yeah. And we're on to the next thing, which is, uh, I don't know, like a Gremlins remake? Um, that would be Oh, dope, my God. But... Are you kidding? Okay, that's not a real thing, no, right? No, that's just me wishing. <laughs> that's me using the secret to, like, will this into being. Um but Mario seems fun for the next three weeks and probably for the next three years, 30 years, 300. Yes, 300. I intend to be around in 300 years to prove you right, Merit. Yeah. Uh, so I think 300 is very fair. Yeah. And I think we'll all be enjoying our friend, the plumber. Wait, no, sorry. He is not a plumber. Um, our friend, the just like guy. The guy, the, that guy, Mario, who we all love. Um, For sure, yeah. God, I want to play the Mario game so bad. I'm making jokes about it, but I just, like, I really want to play it. It's really fun. I think you'd love it just because I think everyone would love it. It's just really fun and sweet and silly and dumb. It's really good. It's, like, kind of trite to say for someone of a certain age, but, like, Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine are like two of some of my favorite games. And this is like the first thing that's, well, I guess Galaxy was like this, mm -hmm. um, but it's like the first thing in that style in like a really long time, like of Nintendo not just doing like, uh, let's just make another, another one that's new and new, other new Super Mario Brothers. That's the <laughs> same. We'll call it new because that makes people think that it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I like love Super Mario Galaxy, but I was talking to like my mom um, and I grew up mostly playing like 
the spinoffs, like Mario Party and Mario Tennis. Mm. Like, that was my intro, yeah. right? Yeah. Waluigi, <laughs> my man. Yes, right. Mario Tennis. Thank yes. you. Um, so I was talking to my mom and I was just like, oh, yeah, it's like a really busy week. Like, the new Mario game's out. And she was like, oh, like, what's the new Mario game? And I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of just like the new version of Mario, like standard Mario. And she's like, I don't know what that means. Does that mean he's playing tennis again? Because, like, <laughs> she, she just knows me, like, growing up playing Mario Tennis. So I was like, oh, mom. I don't even know where to start. Well, it is weird. I mean, it's weird if you like, because you could conceivably never have played a mar like a a quote like normal or core Mario game. Like you could have like, oh, what? Who is Mario? I guess he rides go karts sometimes. He plays tennis. He plays golf. A couple times he played soccer. Um, yeah, those are that's Mario. What is like? What do you mean? There's like a core game where he's stepping on turtles and like fighting back like what? what yeah is that weird that like make any sense yeah like literally like my parents growing up i really just got like party and tennis and all those other weirdo ones and so for them that's just basic mario like mario's this guy who has a lot of hobbies and just like has a lot of friends and sometimes they play board games together and sometimes they play sports and if i like when i brought mario galaxy into the house they were like what why is mario in space what what sport is he playing in space it makes no sense <laughs> like it's super weird to i them. love that that's yeah. so great because i mean mario is just like a mickey mouse at this point there's no like core mickey mouse narrative anymore like he just goes on adventures playing sports or like with a dog or something and that's mario he's but he's back now and he has a new hat and the hat talks to him, and it maybe lets him steal people's souls. I'm not entirely clear on that point. <laughs> yeah, it's really, oh my god, it's really disturbing the first time you, like, throw the hat to capture someone. The first time you throw his hat, and just for people who don't know what we're talking about, you, the first time you throw yeah. his hat, it latches onto a real human's body, and Mario then inhabits that person's shell, and their soul is forced into non-existence. <laughs> It's so disturbing. Like, the, there's so many, like, ethical quandaries in this game. Like, <laughs> philosophically, I have so many problems with it. But then I'm like, mm, but it's fun to be a frog. It's fun to be a very tall man. I don't care. Now, it reminds me of, a, like, a much older game on the Nintendo 64, which was called Silicon Valley, I think. And it wasn't about the bad one. It was... <laughs> Oh, it's called Space Station Silicon Valley, I think. And it was like, you're like a little microchip, and there are mm. all these animal robots, and you can like jump into the robots, and then you're that robot. So you can be like a robot sheep, or like a robot rabbit, or a robot lion. And like that to me is like what this seems like. And I like those things where you get to be a lot of things. Yeah. Wow. That game actually sounds super rad. It's so Space good. Station, you should Silicon look it up. Valley. It's so okay. dope. Um,. Yeah, I want to be a lamppost. Just like, what's that like? <laughs> okay, okay. So you just said I want to be a lamppost, and that reminds me of the song I really like by Nick Drake. <laughs> Please, go on. One of these things first, which like the whole song is basically like, I could have been a lamppost. I could have been a car. I could have been whatever. <laughs> and now merit. If you could be anything other than a lamppost, because you said that, what would you be? Oh God! I'm just looking around my room now. Like name a like an an inanimate object. Yeah. Like not an animal. Not an animal. Because that's the typical question. Like, what animal <laughs> yeah. would you be? What thing would I be? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, 
god how about i think i would be an elevator because um i like the idea of people having awkward conversations inside of me and also a substantial number of people being like low-key afraid of me and then every like (laughs) one in like ten thousand people having a really traumatic incident inside of me and i've gone on way too long with this metaphor um not where i meant to go when i started that but what would you be then please rescue me oh my god i love i feel like i've learned so much about you in like five seconds i'm so sorry this is the first time we've spoken and i love it just bared my soul in a way that I did not intend to. I'm what very would you good at be? that. What would you be? <laughs> okay, I think I would be. I think I would be like Advil. Interesting. Go on. I want to help people. I like the shape, like of Advil, like little circular pills. Mm, like I just like they're holding very them. pleasing, and like the texture is very nice as well. Yeah, and I like the idea of people consuming me in like a very hopeful uh-huh. way. Like they see me and they're like, you know what? This is going to help. This will make me feel so much better. And I want to be the person who makes them feel better. So we have. We have chosen – so I chose something that was sort of, like, enveloping, and you have chosen something that is swallowed by a, a person and goes down into their body, into their stomach. So – Oh, my God. Oh. Like, you want to be – you want people to be inside of you, and I want p- to be inside of people. That's – those are – everyone's either an elevator or an Advil. Those are the two choices. <laughs> Either one, it's either one, folks. That's just you know, liberals won't want to hear this, but that's those are the only two. So, um, wow. I mean, Nick Drake. Like, do you not? That's you. You could have been a car. Like, that's not. Like, in what cosmology could you have been a car rather than like a singer? Like. I can see songs. There's songs about like, oh, by the accident of my birth, like I happened to get lucky and now I'm successful. Or there are songs mm-hmm. that are like, oh, I was born into poverty and I worked out of it and now I'm successful. Or like, or whatever. But there aren't many that are like, I was lucky to be born a person and not a car. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. And the way he talks about it is like, Man, I could have been a sailboat. I could have been a flute. Oh, he's like bummed that he wasn't those things. See, the thing about Nick Drake is he's just like always bummed. Interesting. (laughs) I I like when I listen to it, because what you're saying makes sense where he's like, damn, I'm glad I'm a man instead of like, you know, (laughs) like a trash can or a bottle. But I feel like when I listen to it, I'm usually like he's sad that he's not a flute and i'm like you want people spitting all over you i don't understand you want to just yeah be okay no i i have to i'm looking this up now okay because (laughs) i need to i'm gonna read all the things that he could have been because i need to know um could have been a sailor could have been a cook a real life lover those are all things that you could have been you could not have been a book you couldn't be a signpost, couldn't be a clock, couldn't be a kettle, couldn't be a rock. <laughs> he starts out like so like, you okay, start dude, off, just go to culinary school. You're doing so well. And then you're just in a metaphor land, I guess. Pillar, <laughs> door, 
stayed beside you, stayed for more. Those are things. Been your statue, been your friend. A whole lifetime could have been... That's not anything. Uh, <laughs> could have been a whistle, could have been a flute. Real life giver could have been a boot. Could have been a signpost, could have been a clock. Yeah, we've already gotten the clock, pedal, <laughs> rock things. Um, well, yeah, like 30% credit, I guess. <laughs> it sounds like he really wants to be a signpost or a clock. Keep saying Being a that. signpost, just like showing people where to go, just like, just like, yeah, it's over there. You know that place you're trying to like. That's a helpful thing. Like, yeah, that doesn't involve people entering you or entering other people. It's just a, a thing that's in the world that people see and are like, "Thanks, signpost." And it's like, "Yeah, I got your back. Don't worry about it. I'm the signpost." Um, or a clock too. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, although clock, there's more potential for, like, people being mad at you, you know? Or, like, yeah. you as the embodiment of time, kind of. like. So, you know, he's a complicated, or was, I guess, a complicated man. And we wish him the best in um, the great beyond. <laughs> because he Are is he? no longer with us. I feel like that turned into a eulogy at the end, which I appreciated. Just a little. Um, <laughs> I hadn't actually heard of him before those. Oh, wow. Because I was I like, actually Nick, really love him. Nick Drake equals Nick Cave plus Drake. Um, <laughs> probably not at all. Um, oh, my God. I want Drake to cover a Nick Cave song or Nick Cave to cover a Drake song. Actually, both. They should just trade. Yeah. Yeah lab yeah you know just do one each um <laughs> okay yeah. if you had to choose between the two of those guys who would you choose wait choose in what capacity if you could only listen oh drake nick Cave. i've drake. never listened to nick Cave. <laughs> <laughs> just by like uh, like process of elimination or just like by you know by default i think it's drake because even though i haven't listened to drake in a minute either like mm -hmm. i guess nick cave would be more of an adventure i'd be like but then there's the chance that i would hate it and just be like i have to listen to this every day yeah god yeah i would definitely choose choose drake too i i am a big drake fan but like i also feel like i have to be a drake apologist these days mm, how so like i feel like ever since hotline bling People are like, okay, dude, like, it, you're just a, such a sad sack. You you're, you don't need to be. Like, it's not endearing anymore, you know? Like, it's just not cute anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people are just like, okay, you're, like, our problematic fave now because you just won't get over yourself. And I feel that. I actually super relate. But his music is still super good. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I get it. It's. Um, I lived in Toronto in, like, for most of the past few years. So, like, I have to, you know, I had to, whenever I came to the States, I would have to be like, okay, yes, Drake, but, like, let me explain. And, like, we're really excited to have a Canadian hip-hop star. Like, doesn't happen very often. Or, like, any Canadian celebrities. So we, like, have to play him everywhere. And, like, even, <laughs> yes, we're all tired of hearing Hotline Bling, but, like, it was a banger and like sure it's yeah just and you just go through like the stages of of grief 
I guess, with drink. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. God, I heard heard someone playing Hotline Bling like very recently. It was just like, eh? but it was like hearing like a song I hadn't heard in like lifetimes. So, yeah. Oh my god, it's so bizarre. Like when a song just becomes like a mega hit that you were hearing twenty four seven, and then disappears, and then a year later someone happens to play it, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it's so weird because, like, for me, whenever that happens, it immediately brings back memories of, like, hearing that song or doing a thing while that song is playing. Mm. And it's usually, like, a memory I hadn't thought about in a long time. And then I'm like, oh, my God, now everything's, like, flooding back. And then I just kind of stand in, like, reverie very uncomfortably for a while. Yeah, it's weird. Songs are – songs will do that to you. What was your – song of the summer what do you say song of the summer uh okay i like, feel like it this is a doesn't have to be something that you liked just something that like you heard all the time they'd like okay. to find it i would say wild thoughts DJ okay Colin. yes i think i would probably agree yeah that song is rad um it is and also i'm a little sad that bodak yellow wasn't like didn't slightly edge it out and be oh like, because I wish I had heard, if I had heard Wild Thoughts like 10% less and Bodak Yellow like 10% more, that would have been perfect for me. Yeah. Yes. Bodak Yellow is so good. And I feel like I came onto that one super late. Yeah. Yeah. It snuck up on us, I think. It's, um, yeah. It's very good. It's a very good track. Um, yeah. And yeah, Wild Thoughts, also very good. Although it did get to the point where I was like, all right, I'm hearing this, like, every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least, though, at least I only heard that Taylor Swift song once the entire summer. Oh, uh, Look What You Made Me Do? Yeah. And, like, I had heard people talk about how it was, like, problematic or, like, it was, like, shitty in, like, a bunch of different ways. And I was like, yeah, I believe that and then i heard the actual song and was like it's also just a bad song because like the chorus is just look what you made me do like repeated to fit the tempo and Mm -hmm. melody a bunch of times and then that was like bad enough and then i got to the point and i'm sorry for having these extremely like like tepid takes on a song that everyone was talking about like three months ago but like no i love it but i just i'd never recovered from hearing it one time in a lift because it was like that that chorus and then like the like break of like the old taylor can't come on the phone right now like because she's dead like god it was so bad it was so bad Okay, two immediate thoughts I had. So Please. when you said that, <laughs> when you said that you heard it in a lift one time, I was like, okay, wait. She heard it in a lift, and it was so bad that you were just like, okay, I don't ever want to take a lift ever again. This is poisoned <laughs> lift for me. So you just I'm have out. not lift. <laughs> yeah, I'm off lift now. I only take Ubers because even though their business practices may be nightmarish, and I'm sure lifts are too. Uh, at least they don't play that song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then my other thought was like, so I read a lot of those like really hot takes back when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I always was like, yo, you guys 
are doing yourselves a disservice because this means like you trying to politicize the song means that you're listening to it enough times that you're able to do that and just yeah. don't just don't listen to it you anymore don't have it's bad. To. like let's just not talk about it let's just like forget that it exists because it's so boring it's bad yeah but okay how do you feel about taylor swift though because i feel like she is very polarizing can i tell you how i feel about her i really want to know i don't i don't <laughs> i don't think about her you don't, I don't feel about I don't, her. I don't feel or think anything about Taylor Swift. I'm, I mean, partly I'm just really bad at keeping up with pop music. And like, I don't think that's a virtue. If anything, it's a failing. But like, I don't think about her. She doesn't live in my brain at all. Like, there have been a couple songs that have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like the, the one, you know, before this one. What was that mm-hmm. one? Like blank space the, or something. The dancing one with the dances. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Shake it off. That was fine, I guess. That song, the video was weird probably and bad, but I don't know. The song was fine. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. What do you, why, what, how are you, how, how do you feel about Miss Swift? So I'm the opposite and I like feel a lot. Okay. That's allowed. <laughs> I don't like her. I won't say I like her, mm-hmm. but I I think about her and I read about her and I like engage in her existence and mm-hmm. I listen to her music. And it's weird because it's like, I don't know that I enjoy it. And I'm not even, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I don't listen to it a lot. And I, I feel like a lot of the things that she stands for frustrates me, but there's something about people like that, like huge celebrities where I'm just like, I have to, engage in in you being a thing which is weird right like that's weird yeah i mean i don't think it's unusual um because that's just sort of the goal of pop culture is to make people like (laughs) talk about it and like to grab people's attention and certainly like being on Twitter where there's an economy of takes um, makes that, you know, you think about things. I think people who aren't on Twitter are probably just like, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift, that new song, that was cool. Or like, oh, I didn't like it that much. But like if you're on Twitter or anywhere where people are talking about this stuff, it's just like, oh, now I have to like invest in deep decoding every piece of popular culture in terms of like its quality or like there's going to be like think pieces on it and like oh man yeah of course of course you'd pay attention to it and be obsessed with someone even if you don't really like their work how could you not yeah it's so interesting because like how long have you been on twitter you've been on twitter like a long time (laughs) (laughs) i've been on twitter since well let's check check the tape uh why how long have you been on so i only just got it when i like started working so i've only been on twitter for like two years and i still don't really get it like i'm starting to which i'm like okay i know that sounds really dumb but i still like it sounds beautiful (laughs) i'm always like wait everyone's talking about this thing how is everyone talking about this thing i don't i don't know how everyone just started talking about the same thing how does that happen I I mean, I've been on Twitter, according to the record, for over seven years. Wow. And I 
need to sleep. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird how people just like today there was some some like New York some bad New York Times article, mm-hmm. like some bad opinion piece, and like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people on my timeline were like just making jokes about it. And I was just like, you know, you don't have to read the New York Times. You don't have to do the, like, I get it. But like, do you have to do this every time something dumb happens? Like, would you, why does, how, for, how does everyone discover this? There's like some kind of domino effect where like maybe someone who has a lot of followers is like, check out these lamos, And then everyone else needs to like also do their bit about it. Yeah. Like it's exhausting. God. Yeah, it it is, and it's so. But it's like interesting to watch. Like for me, for sure. Like I'm always like, wait, okay, everyone's talking about this thing. I don't know what people are talking about. Let me try and figure it out. So then I like spend four hours trying to find like the genesis of this conversation, and it's so like cool and weird to see like, oh, it's just this like article that went up in the middle of a billion other articles but somehow everyone is talking about it now like somehow it goes to one person and then that person sends it to another person and Mm -hmm. it's just like cool to see completely unrelated like it's just like six degrees of kevin bacon or something for me yeah yeah it's just um except like not fun (laughs) (laughs) just bad but i mean whatever it's like they're worse things it's fine i just like mm-hmm. try and spend less time looking at twitter like i'll like tweet stuff and like occasionally and like see like what my friends are doing but and then just like look at my mentions and i just like people are just all going for going about a thing it's like yeah i mean that seems fun. i'm glad you're having fun with that kids like Oh, that's great. I'm glad you found a thing to be excited about or like not ex- like anti-excited about or whatever. <laughs> like, whatever the like word for like enthusiastic about like being negative about something is. Um, yeah, that's great. I'm like don't necessarily have to get in on all those things, but. <sighs> yeah, I feel like that's like the peak like, I want to be like, oh, it's nice that you care about a thing. I don't care about anything or especially this thing, but it's nice that you do. Yeah. No, that's such a skill. It's so important to be like, oh, you're into a thing. I don't have to talk about how I'm not into the thing because I am secure in the things that I am into. Yeah. And I don't feel threatened by the thing, which is why I think uh, sports ball jokes and – um jokes about like game of thrones and stuff i mean jokes are fine but when you're like i'm like uh go watch your zombie dragon show like who cares you like dumb stuff too everyone does just like let people have their thing mm-hmm. unless you want someone to complain when you're talking about mario next week <laughs> so just live and let live yeah i think I like that. That's a very good perspective. It's good. I think I'm going to write a song about that. Live and let live and let live. Wait, no, that's not. That was uh, it was the other one. It was live and let die was the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was that also a James Bond movie? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's where the song came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I only can remember the titles of James Bond movies because they were the names of multiplayer modes in Goldeneye. Okay, you have mentioned the N64 a lot. So it sounds like you're really into the N64, which I super appreciate. I was mega into it because, so, like, I never had a PlayStation. So, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people I know, like, had a PS1 and, like, that was their first sort of, like, 3D, like, gaming console. I never had any Sony consoles until very recently. So, like, I was basically a Nintendo kid. So, I had an N64, um, which, when I was in college, was tragically stolen from my home. Um, But... Yeah, no, I was big into, you know, I love some Goldeneye, love my best friend Mario, like, Mm -hmm. I love some weird stuff too, like, uh, uh, Chameleon Twist is like a fun one. Do you know that guy? No. Do you know him? I know. Mr. Chameleon? That's a game about being a chameleon, and um, you have like a very long tongue that you use to eat things, kind of like Kirby, but -hmm. you can also use your tongue to like, to like attach to poles and like swing around them it's uh it's really weird and um and cute and and the the chameleon looks like the chameleon the lizard from that new banjo kazooie-esque kind of game um, oh uh ukulele yes god why can i never remember that it because literally literally called ukulele and i can never remember because <laughs> it's obviously oh god i'm like yeah what is it like, um, <laughs> but were you also like a big, cause you mentioned Mario party, Mario tennis before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like when you're saying you never had a PlayStation or anything like, yo, that's totally me too. Like my first console was a Nintendo 64. Um, and I remember I really, I love Pokemon. That's my bag. Nice. Uh, so I was like, okay, gotta get Pokemon snap. Gotta get Pokemon stadium. Gotta get Pokemon stadium too. And for a while it was just like all the Pokemon games. And then Mario Tennis and Mario Party and some other stuff like Banjo-Kazooie for sure. But I got the um, Nintendo 64 like a year before the GameCube came out, I think. I was really late to the party. So I had like a bunch of random used games, but then I moved on so fast, which is sad. Mm. What is your favorite Pokemon? Charmander. Oh, whoa. Yep. Damn, right out the gate. Strong. Powerful. A friend who must be kept out of rain or he will die. Exactly. I want to protect my sweet boy. I literally have like a stained glass Charmander in my room. Like a really big Charmander stained glass that hangs on my wall. (laughs) It's a little weird. That's very... What's your least favorite Pokemon? Uh, I don't really like Gulpin. Do you? Did you ever? I was gonna say Gulpin. I hate it. Wait, really? You're gonna say Gulpin? I ha- yeah, and the one that it turns into. I hate it so yeah, much. And I normally so I love poison Pokemon normally, but uh-huh. Gulpin is so gross. And also, I think maybe I hate it especially because I hate the evolution because one of the worst things I've ever seen online, and there are a lot. So this top like for it to top the list is like. It's got to be real bad. It was like a sad Vor comic about the thing that Gulpin turns into of a Pokemon trainer being eaten by one of them and being like, I'm so sorry. I'm failing as a Pokemon trainer. And I was just like, this is the most fucked up, awful thing. I've. It wasn't porn or anything. It was just like horrifying. 
Oh my God, that's awful. Why does the internet do that? Why did, okay, I, I'm not even going to blame the, the internet here. I'm going to blame the Pokemon company for making Gulpin. Gulpin is, okay, so how would, how would you describe it for people who don't know what we're talking about? I feel like Gulpin is like a booger slash a fart. <laughs> if either of those things were like sentient beings, like it's literally like the Pokemon version of a booger fart. I'm looking at it. Yeah, and then it turns into Swaylot, which yeah. just is also bad. I feel like I've talked about this comic on the show before, and I can't imagine who that would have been with. Oh, it's because there is, like, actual Swaylot 4 in the show, and I hate it. They, It's their fault. They... <sighs> Oh, I found the comic again. Oh my god, no. No, I hate this. Pokemon Company, you fucked up. Take this awful monster away from me. Oh god, that's so crazy that there's four. There's four for Swaylot. Why? I mean, I guess there's Swallow in its name. I guess they really just wanted it to happen. I hate it so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry to bring this traumatic memory up. Oh my god. It's okay. We'll get through this together. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop looking at this. Oh no. Okay, um, let's talk about like a cute okay, here's my question for you. So please. everyone loves Eevee. What yeah, is your favorite you Eevee not... Lucian? I yeah, have Eevee's a great. plush, like I have like an Eevee. I don't own, like, any plushies or anything. Mm -hmm. I have an Eevee, like, beanbag that I got oh. from the Nintendo store that looks like it's asleep. Oh, yeah. It has, like, the sleepy eyes. Yeah. Which is, like, I kind of wanted to get, like, a ton of them. Um, what is my favorite Eeveelution? Yeah. I'm going to have to look him up because I don't... I mean, I could name them all off the top of my head, but I don't remember what they look like. Mm, okay. And it's tough because they're all my precious children, and I love them all. Okay, here is an unpopular opinion. Okay. I don't like Sylveon that much. <gasps> I think oh. it looks weird. And what are those ribbons? Are they, like, flesh ribbons? Like, what <laughs> are... Ribbons. Are they made out of flesh or skin? Or, like, what... I don't like it. I know everyone <laughs> loves it. I know it's everyone's, like, precious darling, but I think it's bad. Oh my god. Okay, so you know, I always thought Sylveon was covered in fur, but now I'm like, wait, maybe that's just like super bright pink flesh. Well, I mean, if it's fur, but like how would it just have like fur ribbons? Like they gotta there's gotta be some meat under there or something, you know? Oh god, that's so true. This is worse than Swaylot for. <sighs> okay. I think mm, I don't like Espeon that much either. <gasps> Oh no, you're you're hurting me. I'm I'm hurting your faves. I'm yeah. sorry. I think my fave would be Vaporeon. Oh, okay. And like the question for me is always, and I think this was my friend Jay Bearhat who tweeted this a couple months ago, but like, does Vaporeon smell like a wet dog or like fish? <laughs> oh and no. That's a very good question. <laughs> that is a really good question. Um <laughs> But I think I love Vaporeon. I think Vaporeon is very cute. I think I think all of the originals are really cute. Um, yeah. And then I think they get 
progressively less cute. I don't know. Glaceon's pretty cute, but I think Vaporeon would be my fave. Is your fave Espeon or Sylveon? I love Espeon so much. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, no, please, no. Don't hurt my baby. I'm a big Espeon person. That's cool. I mean, I just don't like the idea of any psychic type Pokemon always kind of skeeve me out because it's like, because the lore is always like, they're smarter than people. We keep them in balls. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I keep this genius them. level intellect inside <laughs> this ball to make him fight for me. And I know these are like such hot Pokemon takes, but like, I'm still not over them. I'm still not over that entirely. Yeah, psychic Pokemon are a little weird. And then ghost types are weird. Ghosts are a little weird too. Like, oh, this one likes to carry off children to hell. Because it's a fun balloon. And, like, some of them are just dead, I guess. Like, there's literally a sarcophagus Pokemon. Yep. It's just a ghost who lives in a, a mummy's tomb. Where is... what If there were, were going to make an Eevee of a type they hadn't made before, what type would you want? Ooh. Ooh. You know? It might be cute to have, like, a little... Like a, a rock type or something. Mm, yeah. That has like cute little like stones, like pebbles on its fur. That would be cute. Yeah. I like that, I like oh, that a lot. I like that too. I'm proud of myself for that one. That was, that's a really cute idea. I'm going to bank that one. <laughs> I'm <laughs> looking at some drawings that people have done of, as you might expect, there are some ideas of what these could be. And... Uh, they're pretty cute. There's one that's fighting that has like little, little like wraps around it, like the little like uh, tape, whatever that's called. Like oh Ryu yeah, has around its legs, and uh, it's a little scruffy, and I kind of like it. Oh, that it's sounds little, so cute. Little scrappy little scrappy dude. Oh, I just love all these little characters. You know, they're just such. Yeah. they're just like they're just. I love they, anything that own... like. Uh, do I have an OC? I probably do. Wait, what? Wait, I've sorry, what? Come up wait, with, wait, like... wait, 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 wait. Did you, did you hear me ask you that? It sounded like you said, do you have an OC? Okay, I didn't say that, but that is an incredible road to go down, and I wish I had said that, so I'm wait, searching Allegra, the... Allegra the Hedgehog. There are gonna be, there are gonna be some... Wowzers! Uh, there aren't that many. There's just it. There's Allegra the dog, <laughs> and she looks like um, oh, what's the character in Chip and Dale? Uh, the, the little mouse. Do you know Chip and Dale? Yes, I can only remember Chip and Dale though. Chip and Dale, and then oh, Gadget oh. Hack Ranch. Okay, that's her name. Um, she looks kind of like that sort of yeah allegra the hedgehog or sorry just allegra the regular dog um (laughs) and the rest actually one of the things that comes up for me oh there's also allegra the snow leopard very good oh cool uh one of the things that comes up on the first row for me is your video where you rank sonic intro (laughs) (laughs) um that is like an interesting project that you have been embarking on uh is that with pat yeah that's with 
my boy Pat. We actually were just doing one right before I called you. <gasps> Interesting. Can I ask which one it was? Keeping in mind uh, this won't go up for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we did Resident Evil. We watched all Ooh. the intros for Resident Evil. Wow. I don't think I know any of them except maybe Resident Evil 4 when he like drives into town with those two men. Yeah, that one was, like, weird because there's a really long scene where one of the guys driving, like, pulls. He's like, oh, you got to pull over. And then it fades to black really quick. And then when it comes back, he's just, like, pissing on the side of the road for a while. (laughs) (laughs) It's super weird. It was very weird. But also I was like, you know what? When you're driving for a long time, you got to pee sometimes. I appreciate this. true. You got to show that. If you want to be real, if you want to be true to life. You gotta exactly. show those zombie guys peeing. <laughs> Even people who are infected by some version of the cordyceps virus that's controlling their brain, they gotta pee. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about it. Uh, are you a big Resident Evil fan or were you coming to these uh, fresh? Uh, super fresh. I played a little bit of the first one, mm-hmm. which I like a lot but i've never played like i never even played resident evil 4 i never played any of the other ones so i was like i don't know what's going on but i know that leon (laughs) is really cute i like leon he's cool he has such a cool jacket yeah he has a very like he has a very like early 2000s lesbian kind of look in that game like (laughs) resident evil 4 yeah with his haircut and his jacket, he's, like, very much, like, just, like, he stepped off the set of the L word, and now he's just, like, I gotta say the president's daughter, I guess. Oh, my God, I love that idea. And then there's, like, his ex, like, that other guy mm. who gets tragically gunned down. I mean, he's not really his ex. He's just, like, some man um, who gets killed, like, three times or something. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, no, he just gets impaled, I think. Oh, just impaled. Just a lot of people die in that game. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Oh my god. It's very yeah. good. Resident Evil 4 is one it's I think the only one I've played um all the way through. Uh and I would highly recommend it if you get a chance to play it because it's I mean it was really good on the Wii. I think it's probably fine on everything else, but like um yeah, it was like, you know, fun horror. Sneaky, shooting, you know, all the things that we enjoy in video games. So yes. all of that stuff. Um, what are the other, because you, so you've done the Sonic intros. Yeah. Um, Sonic CD, I think, is a pretty strong contender there. Oh, such a good one. That's my favorite, so I think. good. It's like a cartoon, and then the rest are just like, what are they even? Like, Sonic's on a plane? And then... Yeah. Not? Like, the rest of them are just like boring like sonic's so cool look at him being <laughs> cool he has cool shoes it's like mm, you're not before cool we sonic. had all accepted that sonic was cool they had to really sell that they had to yeah. really push that angle um <laughs> like sonic's totally that guy like in middle school or whatever and he's like no guys i'm cool look i bought all the same clothes that you guys have i'm cool it's like nah dude you're not because you're did just you... trying so hard <laughs> did you watch the shadow the hedgehog intro yeah oh my god that is just buck wild when they're That's just like so yeah he's got a gun he's just gonna shoot some aliens i guess and he's evil man it's, it's so like edgy like it's it's the definition of edgelord 
Oh yeah, I know that it was pioneering in the genre of edge lordery. Yeah. It was really a a brave new take. Really courageous on Sega's part actually, I'd say. Really pushed the envelope. Yeah. Really important step in video game history. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, those videos are so fun. They've been really cool. Well, thank people you. haven't seen them they definitely should i will put a link to them in the show notes and i mean you've been doing tons of other stuff lately like you've been doing um the polygon show which is huge like that rules oh thank you that's so nice to hear from an awesome podcaster that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're doing that live how yeah what? Uh... <laughs> yeah that's true so like as i said i just do my big laugh but it is it's a lot of fun honestly because it just feels like hanging out like it feels like this just like chatting hanging out with your pals saying yeah. like giving your hot soda takes because that's what a video game podcast should be where you talk about soda a lot i might have missed the soda take so what is up with soda so we all feel very strongly about Coke Zero Sugar, which replaced the original Coke Zero. So it's like a new formula for Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh my God, dude, it's like so sweet in a really gross way, even though there's no sugar. <laughs> like, hello, what's the point? Why, why are you taking the sugar out if you're going to just keep it sweet? Um, so we are all very upset on the Polygon show about Coke Zero Sugar. Yeah, I mean... You should be. Yeah. That's Are you upsetting. a Coke person? Do you drink a lot of Coke? I don't really drink soda anymore. Good. I uh, good. I used to drink like a lot of soda, like just because I would have it in the house and be like, and like there are still sometimes like there's still certain foods. Like if I'm getting like a slice of pizza somewhere, sometimes like you just really need like a carbonated drink to really just cut through the that grease, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's like, mwah, that's, that's perfect. But like, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, I don't really drink soda anymore. Like, you know what? I'm a big V8 person now because I, I don't know like what the psychological explanation for that is, but yeah. I think it's healthy and it almost definitely is not. Um, <laughs> and I enjoy it less. So that must make it healthier I enjoy and it for less. you. Yeah, anything that you don't enjoy as much as something else is, by definition, better for you. I think that's probably true, which is extremely sad. (laughs) That's like an extremely, like, self-flagellating worldview that is um, (laughs) uncomfortably close to home for me. But uh, (laughs) is Coke Coke Zero – well, wait, Coke Zero – so Coke Zero doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, this you can still find it at, like, movie theaters and stuff. But if you want to go to a store, you're probably just going to find Coke Zero Sugar. But, like, before I did this podcast, honestly, this podcast has been very bad for my health. Because I was like you. Like, I never really drank soda anymore. And now all we do is talk about soda. So I drink soda all the time. <laughs> Have you played? Uh, gotta look it up. Gotta look. There's a game about drinking soda. I think this is called Soda Drinker really um yeah it's called soda drinker pro it has a <laughs> 9 out of 10 rating on steam um although only a 30 percent rating on metacritic <laughs> oh my god uh it's a game where you drink soda in like different places um that's basically it 
you just like sip on a soda and like sometimes you like sip a soda inside of a soda i'm very down Um, i really like this concept you should play it it came out a few years ago it's it's good um yeah it's uh it's the only game that i know of about drinking soda (laughs) i really 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 like that idea um (laughs) it just sounds super relaxing and i think instead of drinking soda in real life i can just do it in the game and be better to my body yeah that might be yeah virtual soda just like yes. do it in vr it's like slam back a soda in virtual yeah. reality that is actually a really good idea i'm gonna freaking i'm gonna be a soda drinker pro now thank you <laughs> i remember the first video game i played where like it was all in first person like even scenes that would like otherwise be in third person or just like wouldn't have an animation associated with them but it was called breakdown on the original xbox and like you would pick up a soda out of a vending machine and like the character's hands would appear and like he would like drink the soda and like your your view would tilt back and at the time i was like this is like the fucking most amazing shit i have ever seen (laughs) like it was such a big deal oh my god like you can drink a soda in the game and i was like why is that of like this game is this a game about like shooting aliens and then getting superpowers and going back in time and punching aliens with superpowers and like the shit that was impressive to me was like drinking a soda <laughs> just imagining like you're in awe watching this like very ugly now by today's standards soda being guzzled yeah. in first person and I mean, you're just like this is this is the next gen just throw your controller down it was yeah it was wild um it was life-changing um and uh we yeah we still can't really see our feet in first person (laughs) games so (sighs) so yeah you know it's uh we've got a long way to go still yeah you really do do you want to move on to a segment which is the only segment that we do on this show, and it is called Get Wrecked. Get Wrecked. Uh, yes, I would love to get wrecked. All right. Well, um, <laughs> really, the audience are the ones who get wrecked because in this segment, we recommend things to them. And uh, that those things can be concepts. They can be... Uh, Pokemon, they can be, uh, you know, the possibilities are endless, basically. Um, sorry, my cat is being a menace. She's, like, very upset at me and is just, like, pointedly looking at me over my shoulder while she, like, slowly does that thing that cats do where they just, like, knock something off, like, a surface. Yeah. (laughs) And are just like, did that get your attention? (laughs) Like, oh, that's an awfully nice pen you have on your desk a shame if someone batted it onto the floor god cats are so (laughs) i just love how brazen they are like you could recommend cats if you wanted to (laughs) um it can be anything and um i like to leave it to the gals as to whether or not they would like to go first or whether they would like me to go first oh well i will let you go first because that's how my mother raised me Always let the podcast host go first. Yes. Um, that was a very strong part of my childhood as well. Mm-hmm. So I have been doing something that 
uh, I can't wholeheartedly recommend, which is rewatching the entirety of the Adult Swim television program Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, wow. So I do not recommend that anyone follows in my shoes because um, I don't think overall it's a bad show. There is definitely a lot of stuff that is not great. Like, Mm -hmm. that either just isn't funny, is way too, like, that era of, like, Adult Swim, like, weird random humor. Although I think it was a little before things started getting really bad. Um, Like, I think things that were trying to emulate it got worse. But there's a lot of not great. It's not... I don't think you should... If you haven't seen the show before, I don't think there's any reason to sit down now and watch the whole thing. That said, (sighs) there is an episode called Cybernetic Ghost of Christmas Past from the Future in which Glenn Danzig appears and is played (sighs) by Glenn Danzig. Wow. And it is extremely good. Um, When I watched the show when it first aired... I remembered it for the titular cybernetic ghost character who basically just like tells these like long rambling stories that just make no sense. And whenever he does, he sort of extends his arm and this fog comes out and uh, it like transitions back to like whatever bizarre scene he's describing. That's fine. And it still is kind of funny, but Danzig is in this episode and he's like, just, really angry and just threatens people and like is obsessed with like having a house with just like elf blood coursing through it um (laughs) and it's very very good and the episode they're all like 10 minutes long so um yeah i don't know it's not the kind of show where you need to like know anything about the characters um so watch that episode of awkward teen hunger force it's the 18th episode of the first season cool um uh, yeah. Do you remember how, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force had a movie in theaters? Yes. That's so That's, weird. I didn't see it. Actually, let me find out, like, when that, when that, I think maybe I saw it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was really into it in high school. And, okay, yeah, it came out in 2006. I don't know if it ever aired anywhere near where I was um but or maybe I I don't think I saw it in theaters that's super weird I must have seen saw it afterwards but like wow that was a moment huh (laughs) yeah right (laughs) that was a whole thing and that was I guess kind of it's so weird because like I guess that was like not like early days of Adult Swim because um like Space Ghost was before that, and there were like yeah. other things, but this was sort of like the peak, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, things just sort of got really weird from there. But yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I'm also disturbed by how strongly I identify with Master Shake um, in rewatching <laughs> these episodes um, because he is not a good person or like a smart person, but uh, he'll occasionally just say lines that I'm just like. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's, my God. That's me. I'm Shake. I'm the milkshake, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I was um, never, like, a huge um, Aqua Teen person, but I feel like I'm Meatwad. 
<laughs> yeah, there are three kinds of people. There are Frylocks, Meatwads, and Master Shakes. Exactly. Um, yeah, Meatwad's a good person to be. I mean, he's not really bright either, but he's like a pure soul. Yes, he's a sweet, pure ball of meat. Protect him. Protect yes. this boy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, what would you like to recommend? Uh, well, thank you. I'm going to thank you for your recommendation because you're very welcome. Yes, as again, my mother taught me. I, I should always do that <laughs> if people recommend me things. Um, okay, so I'm gonna recommend. Here's a weird thing that I do that I'm going to recommend because I get a lot of flack for it. So I sit really weirdly. I kind of sit. Have you ever like read uh, Death Note or seen it? Uh, I haven't, but I'm sort of imagining someone like hunched over. Yes. Like sitting on, like sort of like squatting like a gargoyle. Yes, exactly. So like L from Death Note does exactly that, where he like has his feet flat on the ground, hunched over basically like as if you're squatting over like a hole in the ground or something. Um, and I sit like that all the time and it's super comfortable for me. And everyone's always like, why are you doing that? It looks so uncomfortable. Like you're just hunched. (laughs) Like what is wrong with you? And I like work like that. Like I'll put my feet on my chair, which I probably shouldn't do. And I just like type all hunched over. And it is so comfortable. Like I want everyone to just try it if they can, if they're like limber enough. (laughs) Just give it a go. And you'll see like it feels really good. Like it just feels like you're about to hug yourself. which is nice i'm laughing because i do this too (gasps) and i have been called out on multiple occasions (gasps) by roommates and most recently by my girlfriend for like sitting like a weird internet gargoyle oh my god wait wow that's amazing (laughs) yeah i mean i don't think that it's good when i do it like necessarily because i think i just mostly do it like when i like I'm trying not to like really sit down and get sucked in and doing anything. And so I'm just like, Oh, I'll just do this. And then I'll leave. And then I end up sitting like that for a while, but like, I definitely do it. So like, I get it. I totally, (laughs) totally get it. Like, I think you should try experimenting with your sitting and try a bunch of different ways. Like who knows, maybe, maybe this will be right for you. Yes. Okay. I feel so close to you right now, even though (laughs) I am not seeing you at all. And we are, Probably we have this reviving far away. Yeah, we're vibing. Like people every day, they give me so much like trouble for it. They're just like, "Why do you do that? Stop doing that. It looks so uncomfortable." I'm like, "No, it's it's nice. Like I don't want to commit to being in a chair, and I just want to hug myself and go hide <laughs> inside of my my squat. Like it just is a nice constant hug." Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Thank you, Barrett. Well, thank you for sharing that recommendation and thank you for coming on the show. This has been so much fun. Yeah, it really has been. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're super welcome. And if people would like to find you online, where can they do that? Uh, I am on the, the good Twitter. I'm on good Twitter. So look mm. for me on good Twitter. Not on the bad one. Not you may on be the on the bad one. one. And in that case, we cannot help you. 
get yourself over to good Twitter. I'm at legs Frank over there. Uh, I work for a, a little site called Polygon.com. <laughs> a little website you might have heard of. It's a little. Uh, it's a video game fan site. It's a you boutique know. site, really. Is <laughs> it's very exclusive. <laughs> um, so I write for video uh, for this video game fan site, Polygon. Uh, sometimes I do streams. I also am on the Polygon Show, our our flagship podcast. We do Twitter Live. Uh, video podcast recordings, I guess, every Thursday at five. If you want to watch me do the whole laughing very loudly after saying awkward things thing. Um, And that's about it. That's the places you can find me generally, and I'll be squatting in all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for coming on, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you too. Well, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co slash support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.